The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Living a life of joy and peace begins with knowing all you need is right inside you all the time waiting to be revealed and shared welcome to timeshare living reality navigating the dream with your host marie jackson listen in as marie and her regular contributors guide you to realizing the perfection you already are now here is marie jackson Welcome to Timeshare on Voice America's 7th Wave. I'm Marie Jackson. A timeshare for many of us is a vacation spot, a break from the routine, a place to go for a change of scene or a time out from the to-do list. Afterward, we return, feeling refreshed, energized, rested. The timeshare you just tuned into is a bit like that. You can take a time out from your schedule, take a break and a breath, then go back to your day seeing things perhaps a bit differently broader, bigger, deeper. My regular contributors and I discuss and explore the subject of metaphysical spirituality, which is a field of study, a philosophy or a science, seeking to know life's essence beyond what we recognize as physical. Timeshare offers conversations to help deepen our comfort with questions that bridge the gap between materialist science and ideology or faith and you're invited to join in the conversation. We discuss practical applications of ancient and contemporary teachings, applications to help us understand life, each other, and how to live the happiness that is our birthright. Today I am joined by my regular Fourth Thursday contributor, classically trained pianist, composer, performer, and author, Paul Armitage. I first learned of Paul's beautiful music through another spiritual teacher, And in my conversations with Paul, I realized he too is quite the spiritual teacher. I'm grateful for the circumstances that introduced him to me. Paul helps us find that place where our ego personality and our spirit become one seamless existence, time-space reality connecting with the current of all that is. Paul's seamless existence results in spontaneously composed music from the heart of universal love, It is his music we hear in Timeshare's openings and closings. Paul wrote Between the Lines, A Case for Reincarnation, exploring soul purpose across lifetimes, which chronicles his journey into one past life so instrumental in his creative process today. Much of Paul's spiritual evolution grew out of his deep understanding of Seth, the energy presence channeled by Jane Roberts, and it is this deep understanding that often drives our conversations. Lots to get to today, so let's get started. Welcome, Paul. Welcome. Thanks, Marie. Thank you again for being a regular contributor and for um, speaking today on our topic. Our topic for April is, Simplicity Doesn't Bring Scarcity, It Brings Wealth. 
Mm. And I'd like to pursue this conversation from a reincarnation and continuity of the soul perspective. How we learn our lessons, how we continue them from one lifetime to the next. I'm mm-hmm. so glad for the specific audience on Voice America 7th Wave because our listeners already have a degree of understanding of the metaphysics of reincarnation. So can we start there? What is your understanding of reincarnation? Well, it's a big question. Uh, I think it's, it's – I, I feel so personally blessed to have had this uh, revelation in my own life as it unfolded over many years that – strongly confirmed for me that it was a fact, that it was real. But to answer your question, uh, our soul, the greater essence of our true being, as it is expressing through our human experience, uh, expresses through many, many different incarnations, many different lifetimes. And I think the soul would never be able to completely fulfill its desire to uh, realize its own unlimited potential uh, without the opportunity to have many, many different experiences, many different lifetimes. So reincarnation is is kind of just sort of a day in the greater life of our soul. Each lifetime is like one chapter in a, in a much bigger story. And uh, time is... Oh, go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, help me understand because... I- I think early in this conversation is really what I, where I'd like to establish this part because I was doing some reading recently, and you and I have talked about this in other conversations, that all we have is now. And mm-hmm. this, is, this is where my brain gets a little bit muddy and I really need your help. If all we have is now, there isn't any then, right? Mm. So there's no past, there's no future, there's only now. And the now that we're experiencing is kind of a linear understanding of the energy of that particular moment. Mm-hmm. So if all we have is now, was did we really have a past life? Or is it just a life that we're, we're not experiencing right now because we're in a different manifestation of that same soul, what you call the greater essence of the true being? Mm-hmm. It, are, are, we, are we trying, am I trying to say that we are experiencing in a linear fashion something that takes place in a parallel fashion. Well, that, that I think sense. that's, Does that that's ap- yeah, I, I mean, there's so many ways to try and put it into words, and words often don't quite do it justice. No, really. But I think if we think of our consciousness as having many different windows, many different avenues of expression, many different ways to understand or experience reality... And that our regular everyday consciousness as the part of us that is functioning in this time-space, third-dimensional reality in a physical body, that's just one lens through which our attention, our consciousness can know and experience life. But from the soul's perspective, our soul is able to experience that from a much more expanded, much bigger lens, or very multiple lenses, but it's able to manage and sort of straddle and make sense of all of those different uh, lenses, multiple experiences, in a way that we can't really comprehend it from our daily uh, consciousness. And from the soul's perspective, time is eternal, and everything is happening simultaneously. And that time, as we understand it here, is really a construct of our limited third-dimensional perspective. And 
But from the soul's perspective, that's just sort of one sort of sub-routine that's running, uh, you know, our, our limited perspective that we experience in this one life. You know, we wouldn't be able to manage if we were aware of everything. We would be overwhelmed. But the soul can because the soul is has a much greater capacity to know and experience and understand our our reality. So we have at the soul level we have access to everything we need to know. Yes. But we can only experience it in this five sensory three dimensional time space continuum a bit at a time because we're we're liter- we literally and figuratively do not have the sense well, to I think experience that- it all. I think that's the case for most of us most of the time, but we can if we create the right environment, psychologically, spiritually, if we create time and space through meditation, through spiritual practice, uh, that can open the door to allow our soul to reveal more of that greater expanded uh, awareness to us. It, it, we have access to it. I think most of us don't aren't aware of it though. It's just that we're distracted and we're we've chosen to put our attention on our day to day life. So it's really more just a function of the choices that we're making from day to day, you know, life throughout throughout our daily lives, because our attention and our priorities are constantly evolving and changing in time space. We we've chosen to come into this lifetime to experience uh, the events that we're creating and manifesting all the time. So. We've chosen to put our attention there. I think that's the main reason that for most of the time we're not really conscious of this greater reality, although it is still there. And we have access to it at any moment if we choose to open to it. Well, I hate to tell you, Paul, but I think you're breaking my heart here because I'm hoping that what I learn in this lifetime, I'm able to carry forward in my next lifetime. Am I able to carry that forward or do I start the learning process all over again? You know, I think this is a great question because it's, uh, I think maybe there's, I just like to point out that all of the, uh, all of the attainments and all of the great wisdom and depth of knowledge and experience that we have ever uh, derived or experienced from all of our various lifetimes, it is still with us, but it's perhaps somewhere in the subconscious or superconscious. Uh, we have access to it always, but it's it's stored more on the feeling side and in terms of a deep knowing or wisdom that we can't always express or articulate intellectually or through our mental understanding. So I think that's been very comforting for me to realize. I mean, I know from my own journey through tapping into the musical expression that as uh, my skill as a composer, as a, as a performing pianist, uh, musician grew and developed over many years that's where I often had these major epiphanies of recognizing the point I'm just making that I was able to tap into a much greater uh, sort of well of knowledge around music that uh, I couldn't I didn't really know how where it came from and then as I learned more and more through studying Seth and many other other spiritual teachings it started to make sense that that's what's where I was sort of tapping into that greater well of uh, knowledge that was largely dormant and hidden from me from the conscious mind but it was still nonetheless a very much a part of uh, my creative expression uh, so I, I'm hoping I'm, I'm answering the question when I when I discovered the past life story as it became more and more uh, revealed to me 
that really helped un- me understand the point that I'm making about that this we have access to this greater wellspring of knowledge and experience from these other lifetimes, other uh, you know, other journeys that our soul has taken or is currently taking. When we step outside of this limiting belief about time being a linear progression, because it really is just a belief. So when we so when we have these little nagging, um, intuitive uh, moments where we have this a sensation or this feeling of either incompleteness or an unanswered question, or I have a feeling about this is right, or I have a feeling about this is not right, or something. We really need to pursue that because, as you mentioned, this is not an intellectual exercise. It's it's a feeling exercise. Exactly. Our soul communicates through feeling far more often than through a actual clear thought in, in the mind as, a, as an intellectual, like a series of words that express a, a, an idea. I think the deeper knowing, the deeper way of articulating that is often expressed maybe through art or through music or through like a, like a very strong intuitive sense about something or a gut feeling. Often I think our intuition expresses as, a, as an energy that communicates through the, through the gut as a, as a sort of an intuitive knowing. Sometimes it's just a yes or no. This feels right or this doesn't feel right. Don't go there. Go down this way because it just feels right. Um, the mind will attempt to try and explain why it feels the way it does. And oftentimes our... Our soul will even encourage that just so we can satisfy that part of our ego, mm-hmm. human consciousness that needs to know. It has, it has a need to explain it somehow. But then we find out later, after some synchronicity or coincidence or connection is made in following that inner prompting that's expressing through the feeling, we realize later that the real reason that my feeling was guiding me in that direction was to make an, a really important connection that opened a door that... Uh, you know, brought a, a really powerful uh, experience that greatly supported me in, on my greater journey that was much more aligned with what my soul really wants because that experience is much more fulfilling and is bringing me in a direction that is supporting me in expressing the more deeper soul purpose in my life, which is mostly being expressed through my heart's desire. So that feeling sometimes is expressing as an intuition in the gut, but my, I think as much as that, it also expresses as just a great sense of satisfaction that we experience in our heart as this is very rewarding, fulfilling, it brings greater connection, it it allows us to realize that we're much more, uh, you know, in community and much more connected to uh, our, you know, other people uh, in our careers, in our relationships, on and on. That's important. That's really you're making a really important statement for me here because I always like to bring our conversations back to when do we start to learn how to do this? And you touched on it a second ago when you talk about you know the deeper wisdom and access to it through through meditation. So let's talk about that when we come back. We're about to uh, we're about to go to our first break here. So let me remind our listeners: you're tuned into Timeshare on Voice America's Seventh Wave. Spiritual teacher, spontaneous composer, and performer Paul Armitage is with me today as my regular Fourth Thursday contributor, and we're looking at simplicity, scarcity, and wealth today through a metaphysical lens. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to connect with that greater part of ourselves, that wiser part of ourselves that tells us what's really important in our lives. Please stay with us. We'll be right back.
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Marie Jackson is a holistic mentor in the field of metaphysical spirituality. Her practice includes private advising, workshops, and talks. Clients and students are offered tools, guidance, practices, and resources for managing stress and realizing personal power. Marie has a focus on intention and the law of attraction. By staying true to the spirit of who you are in daily living, you can process short and long-term goals, negotiate and hold boundaries, and clarify communication and commitments in work, relationships, and family dynamics. For more information, visit mariejackson.net. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned into Timeshare Living Reality Navigating the Dream. To reach Marie Jackson or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email, her email address is marie at mariejackson.net. Now, back to Timeshare. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Before we went to break, Paul Armitage and I were talking about the connectedness that we have to our deeper selves, to each other. I'm, I'm reminded of something that I read in Seth. I believe it is uh, Seth in The Nature of Personal Reality. I think that's the book you like to refer to a lot, Paul. Yeah. Um, what, what he says in that is your sense of identity, freedom, power, and love. That, to me, is is a definition of wealth, because we're talking about wealth today, the Mm -hmm. um, scarcity and wealth and simplicity. Your sense of identity, freedom, power, and love would be immeasurably immeasurably enhanced if you could understand that what you are does not end at the boundaries of your skin, but continues outward through the physical environment that seems to be impersonal or not self. Mm -hmm. We talked before about ego and how the ego seeks to perpetuate itself in its separateness. But mm-hmm. what te- Seth is telling us here is that the not-self is bigger mm-hmm. and more connected and more abundant and fuller than anything our simple little tiny mind ego could ever offer us. Mm-hmm. And it's that connectedness, that access to the deeper wisdom that I think we're all part of. I, th- I think that's the adventure here. Mm-hmm. That we're all part of this and we're all trying to explore it. How do we get there? How do we mm. get there? We're already there. I think that's been a very mm-hmm. profound uh, reminder for me. In, okay, wait a minute. In, Say that again. We're already <laughs> there. We're already there all the time. We're just not aware of it all the time. Just don't know it. Okay. And that's, I was speaking earlier uh, before the break about how we're often just distracted by the everyday uh, mundane activities and events that we're, we've created. Uh, we've created all of it for our own enjoyment, our own evolution, our own journey to uh, you know, remember and remind ourselves the truth of our true being, which Seth beautifully articulated in the quote you just read. 
But I think along the way, we've been, uh, many of us have fallen into the uh, being asleep, so to speak, because we've become entranced by the outer structures and events that we have created we, and temporarily forgotten the real reasons why we're here. And I think this is what the essence of the spiritual path is, is some deep inner prompting as a, it may often start as a sense of dissatisfaction, dissatisfaction with our lives. We, we somehow we're just not fulfilled or we're unhappy because our soul is basically trying to get our attention saying, this isn't going to fulfill your greater your greater dharma or soul purpose. This is going to bring you down a path that, yeah, there'll be valuable lessons perhaps, but it's actually not the fulfillment of your heart's desire. So let's get back on track. And if we're not listening to that inner prompting, it might show up as uh, obstacles, difficulties, uh, seeming blocks that our ego might interpret as a drama. Um, That's been so profoundly brought home to me in my own life as I've come to, you know, see how all, everything is full of grace if we just perceive it correctly. And that seeming difficulties and obstacles are actually a blessing in disguise. If we just realize that everything is bringing us to a greater, uh, that our soul is constantly watching everything that we're choosing and experiencing on the human level and is inviting us in every moment to just remember to ask for help, to remember to uh, just invite in uh, and reconnect to that deeper wisdom that is always with us because it's always bringing us back to expressing the love, the joy, the grace, the creativity that is the birthright of our true being as soul, as spirit, as, as literally expressions of God. And God is love. God is creativity. God is playful, joyful, abundant freedom. All of these words that we try to come up with, Mm. I I really see this more and more. That uh, it's a it's a wonderful journey at every step, and every you know, grace is waiting for us in every moment. If we can just remember to stop, rest, take a break, ask for help, breathe, come back to the present moment. there's so many simple tools uh, that can be very effective in getting us back on track to reconnecting to that awareness. I like I like that you use the word seeming a number of times. One of the things mm. that I that, that I talk to my clients about and when I give talks um, is that obstacles are not on your path. Obstacles are your path. Mm. Uh, a lot of times we think from our egoic framework, you know, we have this, I have a plan in place and I'm going to do this and I'm going to be that and I'm going to have this and I'm going to do that. And we have this plan all in our in our minds, you know, and there's that old phrase, if you want to give God a good laugh, make a plan. Mm. Um, and then, you know, oh, and then this happened and then that fell apart or this, the stock market crashed or, you know, I, you know, my son ran off with, you know, whatever. Mm. Um, and the, And there goes my plan. And yes. I always see it as no matter what it is that's going on, it's a gift for our evolution. It's a gift for our expansion. It's a gift. Somehow, we might not recognize it right away. But that's the awareness that you're talking about. And, yeah. and I think that's in, it, uh, keeping that awareness, keeping that openness. One of the things that I wrote down, you said you just have to ask for help. You just have to invite it. Yes. What does the invitation look like? Well, I, again, I come back to feeling in my own experience. It's more just... Shifting my attention and 
it, it starts with a letting go of whatever agenda I might have been, you know, temporarily uh, uh, running in terms of, uh, you know, if I was heavily invested in a, an activity that was uh, uh, perhaps I, it's, it gets a bit uh, overly focused on something that isn't really necessarily serving me. Uh, and I start to experience stress, frustration, resistance. Uh, I've learned to, to really pay attention to that uh, and just, okay, stop. Uh, it's starting to That's, get stressful. Let me interrupt you for a quick second here because, sure. I'm, because I'm listening to you the, the way our listeners would be listening to you. And, and what I'm thinking is that's a pretty tall order for an ego. Mm. If an ego has a plan in place and something is not working to make it come together and we need to invite the guidance, first we have to say to the ego, you don't have all the answers. Yeah. Let me open up because there's a better answer here. And then the ego says, yeah, well, I created this and I think this is the way you need to go. Yes. And when we follow that is when we fall apart because we're listening to the wrong voice. Yes. You know, I, I'm reminded of a, a really powerful reminder for me on a, the last couple of years. In, in one of the spiritual teachings, I've been very uh, working with very, very in a very committed way uh, through Jesus, uh, called the Way of Mastery. And, the Way of Mastery, right? And, and Jesus makes this amazing point. It says, he says really, really clearly, uh, the willingness to relinquish one of the ego's most cherished. Uh, and valued, um, I guess it's a mechanism. It's vitally important to recognize that it, we need to relinquish this if we are going to be serious about coming back home to our heart, coming back home to grace, to love, mm-hmm. to that greater wisdom that is available to us in every moment. And it, and the, and this, and what he's referring to is what we need to relinquish is our ego's need to be right, our need to be right about any, everything. We need to be willing to say, you know what? I, like, and you you put it really clearly with uh, the ego. Do, the ego doesn't know. Uh, the ego is a valuable tool that serves us when it is doing its job in an appropriate way. But that is what is one of the big problems is the ego often usurps the authority of our higher self or our Christ consciousness or our heart's soul purpose. All these words that are really, you know, the soul, the Holy Spirit. That expresses through our deep inner knowing, the ego wants to usurp that and take control a lot of the time out of fear. And I think that, again, if we just really learn to pay attention to our feelings and recognize, oh, I'm I'm not feeling peaceful. I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling anxious. That's often for me a big clue right away. Okay, stop. Just take a break. Just take a moment um, and invite in that help. I've learned to trust that, and that was a habit that needed to be cultivated over many years is because the, the habit of following the ego and trying to manage and control things was deeply ingrained when I was younger. So, and I think this is the case for many people. We, there's a process of undoing that may be required to gently uh, break the habit of our need to be right in listening to our egos, uh, you know, insisting that things must be a certain way. Uh, but the benefits are profound, and when we start to see synchronicity, grace, uh, doors opening seemingly out of nowhere, where what our ego would have made a very big, difficult, stressful project becomes easy, graceful, and it's basically life can hand us everything we want on a silver platter. It's like the red carpet is just rolled out in front of us moment to moment. If we learn to trust that grace and that synchronicity, uh, 
But again, it's important to cultivate the habit of taking space, meditating, take a moment to just ask for help. That does wait. seem that does seem to be the, the that does seem to be the tipping point, doesn't it? Um, mm. When we're when we're faced with that little crossroads, what you're asking us to do is take a break, take a breath, take another look, step back, listen, pay attention to what you're feeling, calm down, and look at it from yes. your heart. But what a lot of us do is we dig in harder, we work harder, we get more focused, we get more tense, we bring on our own heart attacks that way mm. because we have the choice to go one way or the other and we usually go the wrong way because, again, we're driven in this time-space form kind of a continuum mm. where I've got to do it now, it has to happen now because I need this then and this has to happen Yes. And what, we're, what, what God is telling us, what the universe is telling us, what our intuition is telling us, what the Holy Spirit is telling us, whatever way we want to frame that, is telling us, uh, this isn't working, take a look at this. Yeah. But unless we hold still and, yeah. and invite that in, that's what the word that you used earlier, it make them invite it in. You know, it's, it's mm. just not, it's not going to happen. Let's pick that up on the other side of our break. We're on our second break already. You're tuned into Timeshare. On Voice America's Seventh Wave, I am Marie Jackson, and with me today is Timeshare's regular fourth Thursday contributor, composer, performer, author, and spiritual teacher, Paul Armitage. In the minute or two that we're gone, you can take a look at our websites, mariejackson.net and paularmitagemusic.com. Our conversation will continue when we come back. Please stay with us. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Marie Jackson is a holistic mentor in the field of metaphysical spirituality. Her practice includes private advising, workshops, and talks. Clients and students are offered tools, guidance, practices, and resources for managing stress and realizing personal power. Marie has a focus on intention and the law of attraction. By staying true to the spirit of who you are in daily living, you can process short and long-term goals, negotiate and hold boundaries, and clarify communication and commitments in work, relationships, and family dynamics. For more information, visit mariejackson.net. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned into Timeshare, Living Reality, Navigating the Dream. To reach Marie Jackson or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email, her email address is marie at mariejackson.net. Now, back to Timeshare. Jackson, and I'm here today with regular Fourth Thursday contributor Paul Armitage, and we're talking about simplicity, scarcity, wealth, and how we make our choices. A minute ago, Paul was talking about 
taking a break when we are when we were faced with what we consider to be an obstacle the word that paul used is seeming i love that word it seems like an obstacle mm. but it, it depends on how we look at it really if it's sure. an obstacle or not and we're and we're looking at the choices that we can make when we are facing some kind of a crossroads and one of the things that um, that I read recently in Seth, and I would like for you to address this, Paul, he says, Seth tells us, when you are born, then you are already conditioned to perceive reality in a particular manner and mm-hmm. to interpret experience in a very limited but intense range. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's our, that's our ego at work, right? Sure. It's, it's difficult to see, it's difficult to change if we see wealth as acquiring and having and getting and more and more and more because yeah. that's what we are conditioned to that's how we're conditioned to perceive reality yes but that's not it at all is it well again it, it's all it's all perception and uh we are so influenced by you know family uh, our family uh beliefs and influences there is a cellular memory that we, we come in with when we're coming into a new lifetime. As Seth mentioned, we're born into a, there's the genetic imprints that are carried over from our parents and all of, you know, the cultural and uh, so that, that's part of the influences that we're dealing with. Then our soul itself is bringing in all the accumulated memory and experience attainments and, and lessons yet to be learned from other experiences that, you know, there, there are sort of ongoing issues that each soul is, is, uh, has unique uh, uh, opportunities and, and goals that it's set for itself. There, there's, a, there's, there's a whole mix of different uh, pieces at play. And, and yet, in, in the midst of all of that is our connection to source, our connection to God, which is always there at any moment, wanting to guide us, that brings us back onto the path that will begin the process of gradual, perhaps it may initially be healing, undoing a lot of those patterns so that we can start to step into creating opportunities, experiences that will open the door to showing us the grace and the abundance that is available, and that sometimes that comes as opportunity. Let, comes me, as, let me let me wordsmith with you here just for a real quick second because I, sure. I like the thought. I like the thought that you're that where you're taking us. I like where you're taking us. I want to just wordsmith with you a little bit. You said it, it, we have to stay connected to that larger reality. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering because my brain immediately goes to dualism, and I know that you're not. A proponent of dualism. So, is it is it an, a connection to, or an expression of, or a oneness with? Because if if it's oneness with something, there's no separation there. And if it's a connection to, I feel a separation. Am I mis Am I misreading that? Mishearing what you're um, saying? I think it's just in semantics, and words can be. Yeah, there's somewhat, that word thing again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we're always struggling to to try to articulate the most clear way, and words can be a great tool, and they can also be a hindrance. Yeah, we need but another I, language. <laughs> we need another language. But I, I feel that the the, the the truth is really simple, and mm-hmm. the and we and the base the baseline 
that I've become more and more conscious of. Seth talked about it a lot. Uh, all the other teachers that I've been blessed to, to come across have reminded me of this in their own way. That we're already there. That it is, it's, it's right here, right now, always. Our, our direct intimate connection to our source, to, to creative wisdom, to inspiration, to inner guidance that uh, can bring us back on track to uh, reconnecting very quickly to a place of inner peace, a place of uh, just an inner calm where uh, we can gently be reminded that all is well and that we're safe and that we have everything we need. Um, so often I think our, our perceptions are fueled and driven by old fears that are still yet to be healed or forgiven. And so there may be a process required to uh, undo and, you know, heal uh, pain that's in the emotional body in the form of regret, in the form of uh, perhaps uh, anger, fear, grief, from events from the past that were, you know, we... We were overwhelmed by events that we did seemingly beyond our control. Are you t are you considering past lives as well as current life for the for uh, uh, for that kind of abuse? For sure. Uh, okay. okay. I think you know if there are certain patterns that were repeated over and over of creating dramas or manifesting. Uh, a lot of the times, you know, the the big kind of patterns that we've been running in our lives that are recurring over and over again. Uh, patterns where we attract unhealthy relationships or, mm -hmm. you know, issues with money or uh, almost everything stems from a core belief that there's just not enough. There's just not enough mm -hmm. love. It, it, the Course in Miracles refers to it as the scarcity belief. The scarcity and, belief, yes. Yeah. And our whole negative ego is so yeah. firmly rooted in that lie. Really, it is a lie that there's just not enough. There's not enough money. There's not enough love. There's not enough opportunity. There's not enough everything good that my ego perceives it requires and needs. And that, but you know what, and then let me interrupt you for a real quick second. That also translates into our own self-view, which means Absolutely. I'm not enough. Absolutely. I'm, I'm not, you know, fill in the blank. I'm not tall enough, thin enough, rich enough, whatever, enough. I'm just not enough. Well, and the whole ego comes from that error in thought that because we believe we're disconnected or cut off or alone and separated from our source, Separate, which is a lie. Yeah. And that's where the whole belief in sep uh, scarcity and lack emerges automatically when we perceive ourselves to be alone and uh, scared and afraid and vulnerable. So all of these are the errors that are the fundamental core uh, misperception of the negative ego. So when we start to realize that all of that's based on a fundamental lie and that the truth is that we're never separated from our source, the separation from God never actually happened in reality. It only happened in the mind. It only happened in the error in the thought system of the negative ego, which we have mistakenly identified with. So the process of healing is, in essence, begins with life bringing us opportunities to gently disengage and then be shown through miracles, be shown through grace, through synchronicity, uh, that we are supported, that we're not alone, that opportunity is waiting for us very quickly. You know, I, I love the song by the Little River Band, Help Is On Its Way, Somewhere mm -hmm. Deep Within the Inner Man. There's a little voice that's just gently trying to bring us back. To, and, and that song, Help Is On The Way, uh, was a beautiful song that really strongly articulates this point I'm trying to make. So it's, I think, coming back to fundamentals that, the truth is we're never separated from our source, 
But the mind may have a very convincing argument trying to convince us that uh, that's not true. Well, that argument is not true. We are always uh, intimately connected. We wouldn't exist, we wouldn't be alive if we were not connected to our source. And because we're connected to our source, each of us as individuals, we're connected to our source. And if everybody's connected to that same source, we're never really separate from each other either. Not at the deeper inner level from the heart space. Now, the ego may have very convincing reasons why we shouldn't speak to that person over there. Uh, but, you know, I, I think oftentimes in crisis, I remember when 9-11 happened, hearing these amazing stories of total strangers that would be willing to help anyone mm-hmm. that was in absolute despair because the whole world was falling apart. Uh, I was hearing these amazing stories of dozens of people in New York City that were willing to do, you know, just, people just... It brought out the best in so many people mm-hmm. in this time of total crisis. So this is the flip side of disaster, that it, it often is a catalyst that compels people to immediately reconnect to um, that deeper essence of true loving intent that shows up as a willingness to, uh, you know, rush into a burning building and rescue a child. Right, yeah. You right. know, oh. and, you know yeah. and this person, the person that's willing to do that might have been completely miserable and unhappy and angry at, at the world until that very moment. And then yeah. something shifted, something so compelling uh, with the burning house and hearing the kid, the kid inside that's screaming for help. I, I, you hear these stories often. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, it's, an opp- it's an opportunity for us to connect to our higher self. And it's that higher self that's always waiting to be revealed. Yes. So when we have that opportunity, it isn't, you know, when we say it's better to give than to receive, it really is. Yeah. And it, because it gives us a chance to fulfill our connectedness with something that's much larger yes. than, than our little ego, narrow little, narrowly focused little ego mind. Mm-hmm. When, uh, when Seth tells us, he says, you do not understand your own multidimensional reality. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it seems strange or unbelievable when I tell you that you live many existences at one time. And maybe when we're running into that burning building, it's a fulfillment of an opportunity that maybe we didn't take advantage of in a prior existence that we understand that we understand yeah. to be prior, but it's maybe uh, just not realized at that moment. Yes, it, it gets pretty complicated, but the message really is very simple. Yeah, I think, don't you? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, I, I'm, I've, I'm learning to suspend my mind's need to try and explain everything. And mm-hmm. analyze everything. I'm mm-hmm. learning to set that aside. At you time. mean for yourself to to explain it all to yourself? Yes. Because yes. I'm really because please don't ever stop explaining it to me. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, now, this you helped me a great deal. <laughs> thank you. See, now in this context of our conversation, it's totally appropriate to to articulate that and 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 try to give it expression and analyze things from a different perspective. But sometimes in the moment when life is just happening, it's more appropriate to suspend that. And, and, and I just often will say, okay, I don't need to know that right now. Mm. When the time is right later, I can come back and, re- and look at it. And mm-hmm. Because I've seen so often, in hindsight, that's when the deeper uh, understanding of why certain events take place, uh, especially seeming obstacles that at the moment I was frustrated or stressed because I had an investment, I was attached to a certain outcome. And so when this obstacle shows up, I was disappointed. And I go through a, per- you know, a moment of, or half an hour, an hour of feeling, oh, that that's why did that happen? I'm not happy about that. But then later I look back and go, 
oh my god if that that's hadn't what happened that was all about exactly that's all what these, that was all about all these great things came out of it yeah good for so. you let's take we're up on our final break here i think that's a great place to take a break um you're listening to timeshare on voice america's seventh wave with me marie jackson and regular four thursday contributor paul armitage will join me at the close uh please stay with us we'll be right back Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Marie Jackson is a holistic mentor in the field of metaphysical spirituality. Her practice includes private advising, workshops, and talks. Clients and students are offered tools, guidance, practices, and resources for managing stress and realizing personal power. Marie has a focus on intention and the law of attraction. By staying true to the spirit of who you are in daily living, you can process short and long-term goals, negotiate and hold boundaries, and clarify communication and commitments in work, relationships, and family dynamics. For more information, visit mariejackson.net. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned into Timeshare, Living Reality, Navigating the Dream. To reach Marie Jackson or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email, her email address is marie at mariejackson.net. Now, back to Timeshare. Welcome back. Thank you for listening in. Well, before we went to break, we were talking about um, this this fine line that we walk sometimes when we're making a decision, when we're faced with an obstacle or we're, we're faced with some kind of a conflict or a problem or something, we tend to just double down and go harder at it. Mm-hmm. And you're getting better and better, and I'm starting to learn, too, that instead of going harder at a problem, the problem has arisen so that we can take a better look at all of it. And the only way we can take that better look is if we step back and say, okay, I, I'm not going to do this right now. I'll get sure. back to you on that. Yes. And sometimes we're not able to look at it at that moment. But you started to talk about coming back to it later. What, what does that look like in your experience? Well, I guess I realized probably two or three years ago, uh, there are a number of circumstances that shown up in my life that, really basically compelled me to just take space, take time out, uh, take a break, like a, a several month break and meditate a lot and really just create space to just uh, allow that uh, guidance to, to show me a new way. And uh, my life had reached a point where it was time to make some changes and I, I was really confused at that point. I couldn't see what direction to go. And uh, it was actually then that I... Uh, I really recommitted to meditation and uh, reading a number of books that really strongly supported me in this. And what emerged out of that several-month process was, was strongly, strongly uh, validated this 
new uh, kind of a new modus operandi, so to speak, that emerged for me, which was um, take your time and get it right. Just slow down, take space. Uh, when in doubt, wait. Uh, mm. When in doubt, wait. Don't do anything until you get a clear yes. Uh, mm. Another version of that is don't do anything when you're coming out of fear or anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, take space, just wait. And I, I was blown away because just that's when I, I feel I kind of reconnected to grace, synchronicity, serendipity. Uh, it seemed to have disappeared for a while leading up to this period. Mm-hmm. And and so that has uh, been very strengthened in me that so now it's become almost like a mantra every time I run into a, a period of stress or just things aren't flowing or you know a couple of days where things are just kind of a little bit difficult or stressful okay just slow down uh, take your time and get it right uh, I took time off from touring and playing lots of concerts uh, I love doing that but I realized I needed to, to allow uh, create a space to allow uh, a whole new series of creative uh, Venue, uh, ventures and uh, act new new projects to emerge, and again, if I hadn't taken that space, uh, I I don't know if I would have if that awareness of these new create create creative projects would have would have been revealed to me. So, and, and I'd have been very supported in that in on so many levels. It's it's been really graceful, and and so that's become really a powerful. Uh, I'm actually finding that I get way more done working at two-thirds the pace that I used to work. Uh-huh. I've stopped multitasking so much. I re- heard a, a guy, an expert, talking about how multitasking is actually sometimes can get in the way. And uh-huh. I, I've always prided myself on being a great multitasker, but I, I realized that I, I wasn't always really good at finishing projects. I had two or three going all the time, uh-huh. but I wasn't always good at completing and finishing things. Uh-huh. I'm much better at doing that now. It's sort of like the metaphor of the tortoise and the hare. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it's take your time and just really, really, uh, just be present more. And you know, you read my mind because I was about to say what it sounds like. What you're saying is take time, and you don't have to do six things at once. You can do one thing at a time because when you're totally present with whatever it is that you're doing, yes, it gets one hundred percent of you. Yes. And then you're present with the next project, which also gets 100%. So you do give yourself 100% to to everything that you're doing. You're just not giving 10% here and 10% there. Yeah. I'd like to say that instead of digging 10 shallow wells, you're going to dig one really deep one. And then you're going to dig another really deep one and another really deep one. Sure. Because when you kind of scatter like that, we end up being shallow and distracted and... And there's not a whole lot of presence to us. Mm-hmm. And presence is such an important component of all of this, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Presence is when we open the door to allowing that true, real connection that is always with us to reveal itself. It reveals itself in the present moment is just showing up and being fully mm-hmm. present. When I'm fully present, then my own presence can make itself known. And... Just very simple, profound insights uh, have shown themselves to me over and over again. Um, yeah, take your t- take your time and get it right. That's really important. Time time is is a, a, a component of this dimension that we live in. We might as well use it to our to our best advantage. To our yes. best, best advantage. Um, and I wanted to just quickly clarify sh- what I what I mean by get it right. 
Well, again, get it right is where I am really satisfied, right, right in the, you know, in my gut, in my heart, that I, I'm really pleased and I feel really like it's complete, and I'm, I'm, I, I achieved the goal. I don't always know what that looks like in terms of an actual, you know, but I know that by the feeling in the in the moment when I've, you know, solved a problem, for example, or, uh, you know, edited a piece of music and. And then I hit that sweet spot. Ah, there it is. Now I'm glad I took that extra ten minutes to really go in and edit it, yeah. that that section of music and get it right. It shows up in, in countless different forms, but it, but where I know I've really hit that sweet spot is this is just real deep feeling of satisfaction. I think an important thing to to notate here too is you know that you've taken breaks, you've taken short breaks or long breaks, sometimes as long as a few months. Um, I think it's important for people to understand that you don't have to take a few, a few months. You can do this in 10 minutes. You can do this in five minutes. You can do this sitting at a stoplight. You just sure. let your brain rest. Let the to-do list wait. Um, just sit still for a minute. Let the phone ring an extra time. It, I, one of the, Some of the things I say to my clients... I had this one particular client said, well, you know, my daughter needs this and my husband needs that and I got to walk the dog. And the I said, I don't care if you go out and sit on the curb for three minutes. Just mm. do it. Just take that break. Drop out of the busyness yeah. of life and, re- and retreat into who you are mm. and let that person come back into the, into the busyness of life. Sure. I, I can't believe this, but we are just about at the close of our show, Paul. Mm. Um, before, before we go... Um, I'd like to tell our listeners how grateful I am for the outstanding response we've had to Timeshare. This show has been accessed live and in archive almost 2,000 times in these past few weeks from five continents. Mm. I'm sorry to say, however, that because of ongoing circumstances, Timeshare will not be continuing in its present form after today. Our experience with Voice America has been superb and I encourage anyone listening who has ever wanted their own radio show to contact Voice America. You won't be sorry. I know I speak for Paul, Priya, and Douglas when I tell you that we are so grateful for your time, your attention, your support, and we hope it will continue. All our shows are available through my website, mariejackson.net. Douglas, Priya, and Paul will offer direct access to all their past shows on their websites as well. We have enjoyed our outreach to you and ask that you continue your outreach to us. Our work goes on. We mm-hmm. welcome your ideas for workshops, talks, and webinars, and we all offer one-on-one service in our area of spiritual focus. Mm-hmm. Paul, thank you so much for being our guide as we go deeper into understanding Seth, the continuity of the soul, and the soul's journey through the land of the ego. Mm-hmm. There is a timelessness to the message and lessons you have helped me to understand Please tell our listeners how they can reach you, access your past broadcast, and learn more about your soul portraits, a very special gift you offer. Okay. Thanks, Marie. I really am grateful, too, for your support and inviting me to be a part of this experience. It's been a real great joy uh, to just have these regular conversations. And, um, yeah, and I, I can be reached through my website at paularmitagemusic.com. Uh, my main uh, area of service as a healer is creating original music through uh, spontaneous musical expressions, through musical soul portraits, which are a 45-minute long, one-of-a-kind, spontaneously composed, uh, completely original piece of music. 
Uh, I only need the person's name and birth date to create their music. I can also create music for friends or loved ones as, as a gift. And uh, all my information is on my website at paularmitagemusic.com. Um, if someone's interested, they can order a, a musical soul portrait through my website. And I also have all my recordings of over 20 albums of my own original music also available uh, through my website and also available for digital download at cdbaby.com. Perfect, perfect. Thank you so much, Paul. You've been listening to Timeshare with me, Marie Jackson, your host. I am a holistic mentor in the field of metaphysical spirituality. I help people to manage stress, achieve goals, and realize personal power in work, relationships, and family dynamics by staying connected to their divine spirit reality within. I focus on intention and the law of attraction for developing spiritual practices to help clients and students apply tools and methods for holding boundaries, forming inner dialogue, and communicating clearly. Thank you for sharing this time with us today and for all you've shared with us these past weeks. It's been a great experience, and I hope you'll continue your support of the work we've offered here with Voice America. In the meantime, and as always, I wish you ease in living your wholeness. Thank you for tuning in to Timeshare, Living Reality, Navigating the Dream. Please join your host, Marie Jackson, again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time, as she brings you another thought-provoking show on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have a great week.